0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Radio Nation. This is the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar, and I'd have to say I am very excited to have my guest here with me this evening. Ever since she came onto the scene on MySpace and in various magazines and in print and on your screens, she's pretty much just had a flood of fans following her, wanting her to do more, and now just recently, as few as a few months ago, she sought some scenes for Score Magazine, for Plumper Pass, and it's everywhere I think I've gone. I have seen so many people excited that she's now stepped into the world of adult entertainment, and I'm excited, and I'm excited to have her here. But enough about me talking. I want to get right into it with the lovely, the beautiful Sophia Rose. Sophia, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm fantastic. Thank you. That was nice. That was quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace, huh? Wow, I haven't heard that in a long time.
1: <laughs> I, I know. And you know, when I was doing the uh, you know, the thing I always do my research and everything like that and I was like, Yeah, I do remember because actually um, I had you on my MySpace page and I remember it from back then. I don't know does anybody use that anymore? <laughs> I, I you know what? I went back to it last night for the first time in like almost like a year. Uh, yeah. To kind of do, do some things, and it was kind of weird. I don't know if anybody really uses it anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> it got out of control.
0: It got out of control for me,
1: uh, so I just kind uh, of took a break from it. <laughs> I, but I anyway,
0: that, I that was quite an introduction. Thank you. <laughs>
1: no, no, no problem. I, I mean every word of it. It's you know <laughs> I've gone to different pages and I've seen you know what people have written and you know there's so many people excited. You know, to see you and to see you now with uh, doing some scenes, you know, like I mentioned with Plumper Pass and with Score. And I know you just had a brand new one out uh, last week uh, that I actually watched and loved. (laughs) Um, Right. But let's start back, uh, I guess, a little bit. Question number one, I always like to start at the beginning before I reach up to present day. But, uh, of course, you know, uh, you. I read in a bio. Uh, that you developed at an early age. And when I usually talk to people, you know, who are voluptuous, and it's like they always said they had a problem with their curves. When did you, I guess, accept your curves? Did you accept them right away, or was it something that took time to accept? I know for a lot of people it usually was, you know, either right away or it took a while.
0: Well, um, I did start young, but I was – it's a you know a little bit of my upbringing. I mean, Latin women are traditionally pretty voluptuous, so I wasn't aware there was a you know something that I shouldn't be accepting of.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: more of a problem because I had I was raised with so many brothers that I was very athletic, and my boobs got in the way right away. So I was more frustrated with you know running and playing basketball and playing baseball and doing the things I always did with my brothers as I got. Started to develop and get fuller, it was harder to do things and it was just more of an annoying thing. Um, But it wasn't that I wasn't accepting of my body. I did actually, I mean, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it because that's just the way all the women in my family looked. So it was, I knew what to expect and it wasn't a big deal. It was just more like I can't do a lot of the things I wanted to do anymore. And art was just a little bit more uh, time consuming. (laughs) So that was it. But I was always accepting of my curves and I was very. I mean, when I was young, I was very thin and still very curvy. And then as I got older and I gained weight, I just kept gaining it in the right places, I guess. So I've never seen them as a problem, even at the weight I'm at now. I've just never – I just think it's normal
1: because that's the way I was raised. Well, for those that don't know, Sophia, and shame on you if you don't, but from head to toe, uh, we don't see any problem either. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but you've modeled for – Uh, mini magazines websites did you have an idol that you looked up to that you tried to emulate in your modeling career or was it just something where you looked at just kind of set in stone your own agenda or
0: um i wouldn't say that i had an idol per se like not somebody's career that i was trying to emulate but more of Mm -hmm. a look that i was always trying to achieve um my name comes from Sophia Loren. I was told I was always told that I looked and resembled her. I, I had mannerisms similar to her. So she was someone I always thought was incredibly gorgeous. And I would look at photos of her all the time. I mean, this was very, very young, at a very young age that I was looking at this Probably like nine years old, ten years old. And I would practice in the mirror, like, looking, like, trying to make faces like her and look like her. And then um, my mom was a huge fan of um, Marilyn Monroe, and who wasn't? So I was really fascinated by her, um, and then as I became a teenager, Cindy Crawford was a huge person that I followed, and I've collected every magazine she's ever done, any any ads I've ever seen her in, and I actually met her in person and had her sign my um, vanity fairs because I had purchased those and held on to them, and I I think I had her sign them like 15 years later, and she was honored that I had still had them oh, wow. after all those years in pristine condition so I could have her sign them, and I still have them today. And, um, and those are probably the three people that I really just admired and, like, just wanted to look like or be like. But as far as a career and following anybody, not really, because I don't think there's anybody, especially in my community, that has a career that I would want to follow. It was more just I want to be business smart about everything I was doing.
1: And that was it. Definitely. So, my, yeah. my favorite Cindy Crawford uh, moment was definitely the Super Bowl commercial. Uh huh. <laughs> She
0: I don't think there's anything of her I have. not Well, I shouldn't say that because I think that movie she did was terrible. But it was still <laughs> her, and I was still fascinated by her. But um, yeah, she—I've she, always loved her. And, and have, she puts her name on it, and I'm a sucker. We'll buy it. It doesn't matter what it
1: is. So, and I have definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of you know magazine's website, social media. You have your own website, which is. Uh, over at BBWSophiaRose.com and your own Twitter page at BBWSophiaRose. Uh, Being online like that, uh, and as well as having countless other pages about you, do you read what's written about you or no?
0: I do and I don't. Um, There's only two that are really officially mine, and that is my website and my Twitter page. Um, and then my MySpace, which is still there, but I rarely go on anymore. I can't even remember last time I was on it. it was probably three or four months ago. Um, I've, I created a Facebook page several years ago. Uh, Facebook kept deleting it, so I just gave up. There's been fan pages that have been created. I have no direct contact with those. Um, this is something, you know, I, I try not to read everything because it gets frustrating and it gets overwhelming at times. I more look for um, people who are saying that they are me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then I've had other articles that have been written where people have reached out to me directly and they've conducted an interview and they've actually um, produced in print or whatever on digital, you know, my exact words. And that's different. I I don't mind being quoted and I appreciate those those types of things. So I do read those. But everything else, I just kind of just make sure it's somebody not saying that this is me. And, I, and there's some out there, and I still can't get them always taken down or removed by Facebook or whoever it is. I try. My webmaster tries. I have other people out there who try, but it doesn't always it doesn't always work. Um, but don't I try not to read too much because it is it is a lot. There's a lot out there right now, especially right now, especially recently. So I just mostly try to make sure that my stuff stays my stuff.
1: Yeah, it, that's the so one. The real thing me that... is there. And it's so hard because it's like, you know, you see a lot of these pages in which, you know, people open up these pay sites and they pretend to Uh be you and it's like, hey, you know, I'm Sophia, join the page. And that's got to be really tough to kind of like one at a time to just try to shut each and every one of those down.
0: It is. And every time I do shut one down or have shut one down, two more, three more show up or, I mean, it's everything even down to my content, which is copyright protected, still can, you know, it's still hard to police the Internet the way that it is now, and I mean, I've seen my content on full-on multi-girl sites where I never sold the content. I mean, I don't sell my content. My content is my content, and um, unless I shoot for someone specifically, you know, that's all there is, and there's only really a handful of those, too, so it, it just, it's just hard to police the Internet. I try not yeah. to read too much unless I have someone like yourself who does an actual interview
1: that I, I'll read and cross-promote, usually, yeah. but otherwise, yeah, it's too hard. <laughs> And speaking of, there's, you know, a lot of your fans remember you from some videos uh, on the Internet. What factored into your decision to finally enter the world of adult entertainment?
0: Well, I mean, I've always had a presence in the adult entertainment industry, but to go full XXX, I mean, I've been asked to do it for a very long time. I didn't think it was something I could do. Um, I'm thinking of you know, real life down the road and what mm-hmm. it's going to cost me and relationships and, you know, how, what's my family going to say and do things like that. And a couple of years ago, I had i had been talking to Plumper Pass since 2006. And um, we had agreed in, I think, 2011 to go ahead and shoot, but the logistics were just not working out. And then um, I got the full green light, um by just getting the support that I needed in my, like, current situation and just feeling like I was actually going to retire. And this person just said, you can't retire. You've got lots of years ahead of you. And, you know, if these are the offers that are out there, you should do them. And just said, you know, basically, basically gave me the encouragement and pushed me to do it. And I said, okay. So, and everything else lined up, you know, logistically. You know, uh, Plumber Pass has been very catering and been very helpful and not just with... um shooting and, and accommodating, but also been, like, um, in my business and trying to, you know, help me grow everything and, and really get my brand and my name out there. And SCORE did the same thing. SCORE has been after me since 2006 as well, and we just couldn't get things lined up. So once everything started lining up falling into place, now that I'm out there, people are more eager to accommodate whatever it is that
1: I'm asking for. Well, thank oh. God for them and thank God for Plumper Pass. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, Clint is a very persistent man. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and he's wonderful.
0: Of, I love those pieces, so
1: And speaking of we mentioned that you burst into a scene uh with uh, some very hot scenes from them. Take me back to that. The first time that you actually, you know, were on film, were you nervous? What was the situation like?
0: Oh, yeah. I can't even say I was nervous. Nervous wasn't the right word. I was beyond nervous, anxious. I mean, all of the um, emotions were there. I was very, very, very jittery. Um, and there was a lot of retaking and reshooting because I just didn't feel like things were right or I felt awkward. I guess I wasn't coming across how I was feeling, which is good. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I was very, very anxious. And in actuality, you know, things are shot backwards from how they were released. So the initial scene was actually the last scene, which I was the most comfortable by that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the one that just came out, it was actually the first one shot and I was the most tense and the most nervous and the most anxious and killing all of those things. And they were actually shot in October. So there was a whole hurricane going on outside and, I'm there in Miami in the middle of a hurricane shooting my first triple X. I mean, I just kind of had a million things on my head thinking, how am I going to get home? Am I going to get home? You know, I want this to hurry up and be over so I can go home. It was just, I mean, I, I it was so fun and the experience itself was really like, wow, this isn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be and as uncomfortable. I mean, like I said, it's Everybody's been very accommodating, and because they were accommodating and made me feel comfortable, it did make everything go a lot smoother and it made it a lot easier. Because so I think, I think now anything I would go do and shoot and produce, it's just going to get better going forward because I'm more comfortable with the camera and my surroundings, and I, I kind of know what's going on now. And so, yeah, I mean, I was, I can't, I mean, yeah, nail biting, nervous.
1: <laughs> Well, you, you fooled all of us because you knocked it out of the park, especially in the ones I've seen Thank so far. So. <laughs> I, guess, yeah, I guess that's why
0: they call it acting, right? <laughs> well, it's it's oh, all fantastic. Yeah. Now, you're doing,
1: with, you're doing work with Pumper Pass and Score. Will we be seeing you doing more with other companies down the line? Or
0: um, Right now, I, I have a lot of offers out there. I mean, obviously, once they saw the work coming out, more and more people are coming forward. Um, very aggressively, but um, it's not lining up the way I need it to. And I'm, Plumber, Path, and Score have been trying to work with me for so long, I, you know, and I feel like when it comes to um, my market, my niche market, that they're just the best in class. So I mm-hmm. want to work with the best, and I want the best of me to be out there. Um, will I work with someone else? It's possible. I'm not going to say no. But it's not likely, especially this year, because I've had so much going on, and I already have a lot of books all the way clear into the, summer, the end of summer this year. I just don't see that I'm going to have logistically the time to do it. Yeah. So, um, But, you know, things can happen. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> it just has to all be right. It just has to line up right.
1: So, Definitely. Definitely. And know, now that you've crossed over into the world of adult entertainment, <laughs> do you have a wish list of people who you'd like to work with?
0: You know, I, I knew that question was coming, and I really don't. I really, really don't. I've never really, um, I've never objected to pornography, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, I've never sat there and thought, ooh, I'd love to work with this individual or that individual who's already in the industry. Um, when people when people uh, want to work with me, they'll mention it, and, and I'll say, oh, yeah, I'd be interested, or no, I wouldn't. But I don't have a wish list specifically. I mean, I just know who I want to work for, so who yeah. I work with, is whoever happens to be there. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> that works. I know they have a list of people they want me to work with. Yeah, so no, I, just, I, I let the professionals do
1: their job, and I just show up and do mine, I guess, is what you could say. Definitely. And I've <laughs> seen on some of the fan sites who people want you to – it's like they already have, like, their list of people who they want to see you. I know. You know I know, and I,
0: and I and I read them, and I'm like, I don't know who that is, <laughs> 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 and why. <laughs> I
1: don't know. It's just something about. I think, especially. I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It's like once you know someone comes on the scene, and once they're doing you know films, it's like, oh my god, you know, what would happen if you match this person? Up? It's almost like. uh NCAA tournament brackets. Like you want to see these two people. Yeah. Well, you want to see these two people. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: and you know what? There's a lot of stuff I see it out there, but they want to see this. and They want to see that. I, I, it's coming, and that's all I can say. A lot of things that they're asking for, it's all coming. I just got here, <laughs> so it takes time, and I got to pace myself, and I want to shoot it all out in, you know, one year. I, I want to pace it, and, uh, you know, some things I, I obviously like to make people wait. I've made them wait six, seven years, and probably going to drag this out to you but i'm gonna have fun doing it
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i've got a question here and i I don't know if this is a controversial question at best it's something that i saw especially uh from time to time on some models uh pages and actually i saw it on somebody's uh twitter page the night before but it's the term bbw now do you think that uh you know the the BBW that go into this uh, industry, do you think that they've gained a more formal acceptance into quote what I call the mainstream of the industry or and porn, or is it still trying to get out of being a quote unquote fetish category? Because you know you hear from time, from most of time to time, with porn, if it has a BBW in it or if it has someone that's older in it, then they start calling it a milf, and then they start calling it a BBW, but they don't really call it you know kind of like along mainstream, like oh yeah, I saw that movie without using that term do you think in recent years that it's kind of now gaining a more formal acceptance and getting out of being in a particular category
0: um i think it's gaining formal acceptance but i don't think it's ever going to get out of its own category and i think that it's always going to be called bbw Mm -hmm. because there's still always going to be a group of people who are not accepting of it and they need to like it's almost like a warning label You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. when you go to see, um, well, the Brokeback Mountain was kind of a, had a gay twist to it or whatever. This whole storyline was about people. You had to let them know because there's going to be people who are going to show up and be uncomfortable with it. So there's always going to be a group of people that are going to be uncomfortable with seeing a fat person, quote unquote fat person, um, on screen. Whether it's mainstream, whether it's TV, whether it's, it doesn't matter. People are always going to be uncomfortable. And the term BBW is used so loosely. I mean, you get a girl who's, 30 pounds over what Hollywood standard is and all of a sudden she's considered fat in the BBW and to the rest of us, she's not, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) she's still very little and very skinny and and I take it as an insult because I'm like, no, you're not even near where I am and you don't look like me at all, so why are you using the term? As far as it being a fetish, I mean, I think that's just kind of of a subjective term, a lot of things are considered fetish that I think are normal and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that You know, I think that's pretty common. A lot of people still call things fetish a fetish. When it's no longer really a fetish, it's pretty uh, socially acceptable. So, I mean, I don't know. I've never really looked at the term fetish, but I always think it's something you do in secret. I don't know if I've just been in the community for too long. I don't feel like it's a secret. But I know there's definitely people who are afraid to come out of the closet and admit when they like a larger woman or a fuller-figured woman. I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I think it's becoming more socially acceptable, but it will always be in its own term. Like I said, like a warning label, which is kind of too bad, but I think it's always going to exist.
1: Well, this fella ain't oh. in the closet. I love him. I love, I love every size, shape, whatever. Bring it on. <laughs> no discrimination here. Those
0: are my favorite fans, ones that like them. It doesn't, doesn't matter how big or small you are because I would want mm-hmm. small, and, and people don't realize that or forget that. So I've seen both sides of the spectrum. And, you know, I don't, wouldn't say one is better than the other. So it's just how you perceive yourself, really.
1: Amen. Now, <laughs> being around for a few years in the modeling phase, of, you know, of adult entertainment, I what you call it, and being new in front of the camera, do you have any particular goals that you have set for this year? Do you have a timetable for how long you want to do this? And would you eventually like to do mainstream acting?
0: Well, actually – I'm kind of, uh, my original goal was to be in mainstream acting, which is why I wouldn't cross over to XXX. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, and I had gotten some offers, and I did some little things here and there, but nothing was really happening because the BBW thing was still there, and Hollywood still is not ready for that. I mean, you have some people breaking through, but they still weren't necessarily ready, and then you throw into my, my ethnic look, it's just it's just a lot harder to get through than somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of just taken that off my wish list or my bucket list of one day I want to do this thing in Hollywood. Um, I'm just going to rock market that I know I have. So that's of one of the things that kind of lines up. Go ahead. Just cross over to triple X. Do I have a timetable? No. It's whatever mother nature gives me. If it's a three years, if it's six years, if God, if I go up into my fifties and I can do the milk stuff, then great. Um, I don't really have any timetables, and I don't have any specific plans. I take everything as it comes. Um, consider myself a business person, and I work with a business mind, so I do things that I think strategically will help my grow my business and my brand as the year progresses, and, and that's why, you know, I'm, I heard about Exotica in January, and I thought I really want to get involved with that, and I'll push more for it in the future, and, you know, the fan fest this year and really being visible to my fans. And I, I'm going to continue to try to keep my visibility up and growing um, more than I was once before. And when I first broke into the modeling side of it, I mean, I had a huge following. And I became less visible. And so I'm like, well, I need to bring my visibility back up. So I don't really have specific plans. I just do it as it comes. Basically what I'm
1: doing here. Well, you spoke of I hope You can make it here to Chicago this summer, <laughs>
0: I've always wanted to go to Chicago. I've only been to the airport a couple times. <laughs> oh,
1: well, if you make it here, you'll have to let me know well'll we will we will get some will chicago we'll style pizza we'll We'll do it up so <laughs> um, <laughs> now to the personal question the part that I love here uh yeah. for people to know more about Sophia Rose. In your spare time, what do you like to do? What's your favorite movies? And what do you usually listen to in regards to music?
0: Oh, gosh. Those are actually tough questions because (laughs) um, I'm all over the place. I like everything. I'm a very, like, easy individual to please when it comes to being entertained. You know, I... A typical Thursday night, Friday night, I usually go out with my friends, we're dancing, we're drinking, we're just dropping, jumping from bar to bar, whatever it is. We're just with people, and with people, and with my friends, we're ha- having a good time, we're laughing, whatever it is. Um, as far as movies, uh, it's whatever's out there that's new and popular. I don't, I don't have a certain genre I stick to. I, You know, I love drama, I love comedy. I typically stay away from horror films, but I will see them. <laughs> and, um, you know, what do I like to do? I mean, I... I live on the beach. I've always lived on the coast. I, I spend a lot of time walking up and down a beach. You know, I have a dog. I do a lot of that. And, I mean, I don't know. And you just, and I'm one of those people that you just never know where you're going to see me or where I'm going to show up. I mean, I love sporting events. I go as much as I can when I can. Um, you know, there's pretty much, I'm just kind of a all-around girl. I like to do everything. And everything is, I have fun. So, Yeah.
1: I read somewhere somewhere you are a bi-coastal fan of the Lakers and the Angels and then, of course, the Celtics and the Red Sox. And I know, uh, are you actually going to go out on a limb and say Angels in the World Series this year? Because they've got a great squad.
0: I have not been paying attention to baseball this year yet. Um, (laughs) So I have to pay a little bit more attention, and uh, I can't answer that question. But they haven't in the last couple years, and – I don't know what's going on with the Lakers this year. I'm like disappointed. (laughs) So, you know, I kind of just kind of like got upset about everything sports wise this year. And, you know, the NHL was their lockout was so long. I missed my Bruins. I'm just, I've been watching, but not watching as much as I used to just because I'm like, really? You disappointed me. (laughs) So. Um, you know, I just catch the games when I can. Like I said, when we're jumping around in a bar on a Thursday night or whatever night it is, and there's a game on, I'm you can you can find me sitting there right in front of it and screaming with everybody else. And I know
1: what's going on. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, we got about uh, four and a half minutes left. I want to get these last two questions in. First, one I have to ask it for the guys and for the inquiring minds out there: Is mm-hmm, there anyone? I know. Is there anyone in your life right now? And what qualities do you usually look for in a guy?
0: Yes, there is. I'm engaged.
1: Um, Congratulations.
0: <laughs> thank you. And um, and actually, he's the one everybody can thank because if it wasn't for his support, I would not have crossed over and done the triple X. He was the one who said, you have those offers. I'm not going to be the guy to sit here and tell you you can't do it because that's what I've had all these years. I <laughs> mean, like that's not fair. That's not right. You know, I know we're together and our relationship is separate from business. And um, he's one. He's my biggest fan, and he's my biggest supporter. So um, I'm lucky to have that. And that is what I look for. I mean, I need someone who is an, obviously a jealous guy, an insecure guy. And a lot of guys say, oh, I'm like that. <laughs> they usually are until they, for some reason, meet me. <laughs> or realize they get really close to the situation and realize how this how it really works. They're, it changes the game, you know? Yeah. So it's one thing when I'm just a friend or... And acquaintance is easy, but when you're close to the situation and you know that I'm getting on planes and you know what I'm going to be doing when I'm in that state and you know with these men and I'm coming back home and you know it's it's really hard for it's really hard for guys to accept, even though they think they can. It's not as easy as you think. <laughs> so no. that's really that is really the biggest thing I look
1: for: is someone who can really truly handle that. So. And then I always like to ask this question of every adult star that's here. If you could do a scene with anyone, doesn't have to be in the industry, who would it be?
0: Really? You want that answer? Yeah. <laughs> Rob Gronkowski.
1: Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm
0: going to climb all over him.
1: <laughs> He's the things,
0: too. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I saw him do his little dance over in London, I was I was like, Whoa! Patriots, I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah. And then I had heard that they offered him 3.7 to do, somebody, Vivid, somebody offered him that to yeah. do the triplex.
1: Mm-hmm. And I said,
0: oh, uh, uh, sign me up. I'll work for free. <laughs> like, I'm there. <laughs> oh, yeah. that that I could keep that young man something. So, oh, boy, yeah, maybe. that would be it. And and my fiance is in the other room all excited about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's That's free great. tickets for him if you oh. can work it out of Rob's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like, so you're Rob, in
0: Boston, you don't feel good? I'll be right over. <laughs>
1: so well, Rob, if you're listening, uh, get in touch with Sophia. <laughs> we'll make <yeah>. it happen. <laughs> but, yeah, we um, <laughs> but we're running out of time. See how quick this goes? 30 minutes goes quick.
0: That, that does go by fast. Wow.
1: <laughs> I can't thank you enough for coming. Actually, a few things before we let Sophia go tonight. Catch her on Twitter at BBWSophiaRose, on the web at BBWSophiaRose.com, and also go and vote for her at the Fan yes. Awards.
0: please.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have some good competition there. I'm in good company, and I will say that I, I, I am actually honored that I had that many people nominate me. And to be in good company. I mean, Kelly Shabari and I, we know each other for years ago. I think she's great and wonderful. I'm glad to be in company with her. I mean, Samantha's been around for years. Her and I have talked for years. I, I'm i glad to be amongst them because um, I'm so new. You know, I mean, I know I've had a fan base for a long time in the following, but I'm new to Triple X, so no,
1: well, big I big things. Cool. Big things are ahead. I can see it all. And, uh, Whenever you want to come back here, you are more than welcome to come back. We enjoyed having you here tonight.
0: Okay, great. Any time, Absolutely.
1: <laughs> special thanks to Sophia Rose. Also, special thanks to her husband for the support and getting her to the industry. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks to Plumper Passants for SCORE for actually seeing some great talent. So definitely check out Sophia. Check her out on her webpage. Check her out on Twitter. And that is about all the time we've got. And like I said, just... Uh, check that out on Twitter. Of course, this interview will be up on our Twitter page as well as our webpage over at newscommentbtr.wix.com forward slash fan page and on iTunes for free. Check it out. Check out Sophia Rose and that will do it for all of us here at the 411 Lounge. We'll see you next time. Good night.
0: Thank you.